0: Our conduct with each other says a lot about our hearts. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Friday morning. We are moving on in 1 Corinthians today. We're starting chapter 6. We're going to be in verses 1 through 6. And Paul moves into a section of his teaching that addresses the believers' conduct toward each other specifically as it relates to handling disagreements. And Paul is confronting them about taking matters between them to the courts. And uh, he's obviously talking about this issue because people were doing this. Um, They were embracing their rights as citizens to take another person to court. And in many cases, they were taking the disputes they were having with others in the fellowship into the, the, the secular courts. And Paul is challenging them to say, um, this should not be how it is among believers. Uh, We should not be suing each other in the public courts. We should be looking for godly solutions to our problems uh, with one another. And so uh, as we prepare to get into the text, uh, let's go before the Father and thank Him for His hand at work in our lives this week. Heavenly Father, we love you today and we come uh, to the end of the week and uh, Lord, we're always a little tired (laughs) at the end of a work week and uh, we're ready to rest and relax and um, recuperate with some activities that bring us joy and bring us life. And so we pray, Lord God, that as we go into the weekend, um, you will provide us with opportunities for all of those things and in the midst of those opportunities Lord that you would provide us with opportunities to share your love with others. Uh, Father we've been forgiven so very much and so uh, you taught us that um, great forgiveness should lead to great love and so help us to greatly love uh, those around us those we already know well and those that you would call us to witness uh, the gospel to. Father, we pray that as we study your word today, you would open our ears, our eyes, and our hearts to see and understand what you have for us. And we ask all of these things in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. Luke uh, is the passage where, in my, um, in my prayer, I quoted from, where it talks about a great forgiveness Leading to great love. Um, That's in the story in Luke 7 about the sinful woman uh, who Jesus allows to anoint his feet. And uh, the Pharisees are miffed by his not um, correcting her and uh, allowing her to do those things. And then he forgives her uh, because of her great act of love and devotion. And he says that great forgiveness leads to great love. And the issue that Paul is addressing today uh, falls on that same topic in a very real way. Um, If there's great forgiveness and great love between us as members of the body of Christ, then we should not be compelled to take our issues and disputes into the public courts looking for worldly answers to problems that God has solutions to. And that's exactly what Paul uh, confronts here. And so let's get into the text. This is 1 Corinthians 6, 1 through 6. If any of you has a dispute with another, do you dare to take it before the ungodly for judgment instead of before the Lord's people? Or do you not know that the Lord's people will judge the world? And if you are to judge the world, are you not competent to judge trivial cases? Do you not know that we will judge angels? How much more the things of this life? Therefore, if you have disputes about such matters, do you ask for a ruling from those whose way of life is scorned by the church? I say this to shame you. Is it possible that there is nobody among you wise enough to judge a dispute between believers, but instead one brother takes another to court, and this in front of unbelievers? The very fact that you have lawsuits among you means that you have been completely defeated already. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be cheated? Instead, you yourselves cheat and do wrong and do this to your brothers and sisters. Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And this is what some of you were. But you were washed you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Now we're going to focus on verses 1 through 6. We'll double back to 7 through uh, 11 on Monday. So Jesus is talking about how the believers were handling disputes, and he uh, is chiding them for taking their disputes with one another into the public courts. And he says, don't you realize that Jesus when he comes back will appoint you as judges over the world and over angels. And if if we will be competent uh in judging the world, will we not be are we not competent because of the spirit's leading and guiding to judge trivial cases between believers? Um and so he says If we're judging the angels, how much more should we be capable to judge or discern the things of this life? Um, So he says, therefore, if you have disputes about earthly matters, don't look for a ruling from those whose way of life is scorned by the church. In other words, don't go into the public courts to ungodly people to get solutions to spiritual problems or solutions to problems between spiritual people. Uh, He does say, he's saying this to shame them. Uh, to awaken them, to to rattle them, to see that they're going at this the wrong way. Um, He questions if it's possible that there's not a single person among them wise enough to judge a dispute between the believers. And so, in a way, it's an indictment on their lack of growth and grace, that there should be mature brothers and sisters in their midst who these matters can be taken to for right judgment and keep these matters out of the public courts. Um, And so um, also he says, and they're doing this in the presence of unbelievers. In other words, it's a negative witness to those who are yet to know the Lord. It's a negative witness to those who are yet to come to faith in Jesus when we take our matters into the courts. And um, obviously there are times in the life of the church when uh, terrible things happen between people, um, and some matters uh, do fall into legal categories that require legal resolutions. Some matters certainly do not, and can be um, worked out um, between the parties and a mature believer, maybe a pastor, a ministry leader, or a small group leader, or someone with maturity, Uh, between the parties so that a godly solution can be arrived at. If we're talking about a dispute about leadership or a dispute about theology or a dispute about some action that was done, Um, that another person disagrees with. And that then is a way of showing that the great love that should exist between us, the great forgiveness that should exist between us is alive and well because the Holy Spirit of God is at work in our hearts. If the Spirit is not working in our hearts, then there will be no great love, there will be no great forgiveness, and and there will be no impetus to resolve our issues between us in godly ways. Now, if a matter between two people in the church has a legal implication and has a legal resolution, then it is a matter that should be dealt with legally uh, because it may have uh, great impact and if something is done illegally, and if someone has been harmed in a in a way that um, impacts one of their legal rights then then we have a responsibility to take that issue uh, to the um, uh, secular authorities for the proper uh, punishment and correction. And in those instances, I'm talking about when someone is abused in the church, someone is um, improperly treated in a way that has harmed them or harmed one of their legal rights. Uh, there are times when the church needs to take action and take a stand against sin and evil in a way that does involve legal resolutions. But more often than not, the disputes among us don't need the involvement of the courts and can be resolved between the parties and a mature spiritual leader in the church to help mediate the solution uh, and to keep pointing the parties who are believers back to Jesus and back to a godly resolution. Maybe you're in conflict with someone right now and and, uh, you're having trouble resolving it. I would pray and urge that you both come to the table, bring a mature brother or sister with you, and get it resolved. These kinds of negative things uh, only create um, obstacles to our growth, and there's no place for them in the church of Jesus Christ. All right, my friends, I pray that you have a great weekend. Thanks for listening today, and we'll get caught up again on Monday. God bless.